You spend your entire life in a corner of the world you were born in because traveling seems too scary or too out of reach. And you're terrified of sticking your neck out and actually trying to reach dreams. I mean, you won't even cast a vision, let alone try to reach a dream. Instead, you choose comfortable and hide within the safety of your own personal mediocrity. This is To The Nines Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Wicks, a mom of seven who doesn't subscribe to the idea that you have to choose between your family and a career. I am on a mission to show the stay-at-home mom who has lost herself in childcare and co-comelon and the overworked corporate holdout who isn't finding joy and purpose in their career that they can work for themselves, making an impact and an income that serves your dream life. After leaving my nursing career to raise our family, I needed more mental stimulation, but didn't want to give up the privilege of raising our legacy. I've been in network marketing now for five years. I know the strategy and mindset it takes to be successful and to live a life hey, aligned friends, with your values and your purpose. Today Join me as I share my business quick, tips, marketing mistakes, attitude right shifts you need to space out some time for you, or ditch your nine to five completely and start working for yourself. Continue. You have the power to change your life. Hard Let's get started. Why you're maybe not failing so much at your marriage. Maybe you are. Maybe you feel like you're doing okay at your job. Maybe you aren't. But these seven, actually, hard truths are something that you really need to listen to if you feel like you're just not getting the best out of your life right now. Okay? All right. First off is you have settled for mediocrity. You know, when people are like, oh, it's good enough. This is good enough. Well, it's okay. It pays the bills. Like, is that what you want? You want to have a life that's good enough? You want to have jeans that fit okay? You want to have a job that just pays the bills? I mean, that's <laughs> that's barely making it if you have a job that just pays the bills. What about all the extra in life? What about the richness that travel can afford you? Uh, the sense of pride and ownership in, you know, contributing to a charity that you align with. I mean, you are settling for all kinds of different reasons, but, you know, instead of chasing your dreams, you take the easy way out. You settle for boring, safe jobs. You settle for, you know, the first girl or guy that shows up because you're afraid of being alone. You spend your entire life in a corner of the world you were born in because traveling seems too scary or too out of reach. And you're terrified of sticking your neck out and actually trying to reach dreams. I mean, you won't even cast a vision, let alone try to reach a dream. Instead, you choose comfortable and hide within the safety of your own personal mediocrity. All right, the second reason is, quite frankly, you think you're better than you actually are. I mean, arrogance is the first word that comes to my mind, but you're failing because you think you're better than everybody else. You think that you have nothing to learn. You've already got this figured out. Like, I don't need your continuing education. I've got this licked. I mean, we have got, there are people within my industry that have been doing the same thing, teaching the same methods on how to sell, how to recruit for 20 years and it's like a uh, friend times have changed people do not like to be sold to in that way and that's not how they want to make money anymore so it's the standard like blockbuster netflix thing you know blockbuster definitely had an opportunity to get on with netflix before netflix hit it big but they were too arrogant thought they 
had it all figured out um, and they didn't take that opportunity and clearly look around. There are zero blockbusters. And if you're young enough and you're thinking, what the heck's a blockbuster? Yeah, we've got a few decades in between us. All right, so the third reason is because you're terrified of responsibility. So I'm huge in my house with personal responsibility and taking ownership of everything, the things you do right and most importantly, the things that you do wrong. You think nothing is your fault. You blame everyone or anything for your failures. So your career is dead. Well, it's not your fault because your boss hates you. Uh, It's not your fault your marriage is crumbling because your wife just doesn't care. And it's not your fault that you're poor because the recession just hits you harder than everybody else. It's not your fault that you mean on and on and on. Wow, wow, wow. It's never your fault for anything. Like start taking some radical personal responsibility for everything that goes wrong in your life. Everything. And I'm not joking when I say everything. If you take ownership and responsibility for everything that goes wrong, that means you now have the control in order to turn it around and start making it go right again. All right. The fourth reason is because you are letting other people shape how your life looks. All right. If you are a titty baby and you never actually left your mother and cleaved to your wife and you're still afraid of what your parents think about what it is that you're wanting to do with your life, friend, you have got a problem. Your parents are no longer in charge of you. So I don't know if you know this, but I market in the wine industry and I, there are countless grown, whole grown women that like, oh, they'll purchase from me, but they're like, oh, don't, don't put it on social because, you know, my mom sees my stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You're like 40. Yeah, I know. But you know, my mom, she's in the church and okay, well, Jesus drank wine. So I'm still trying to figure out what the problem is here. Wait, (laughs) you're, you're telling me you are a whole grown woman and you don't want your mommy to know that you drink wine? Did I miss something here? You are not standing on a bar stool at Coyote Ugly, throwing back tequila shots and licking salt off the dude next to you's neck. I don't know anything about that, okay? I'm just saying. That's not what's happening here. Yet you're afraid of your mother at 40? Come on, man. Let's let's just grow up a little bit. And, you know... You've always done what you were expected to do. If you're one of those people, you studied what you were expected to study. You learned what you were expected to learn. You conformed to, you know, somebody's standard of success. It wasn't yours. And there you go. You fit perfectly into their world, but you still are not happy. Let's let's check that, okay? Like, if that's you, go ahead and raise your hand and start reinvestigating what you've done in your life and where you can start pivoting. All right, number five. Because you don't educate yourself, that's why you're failing. Again, that kind of goes along with the previous one um, where I mentioned that you think you already know it all. You don't. Science changes all the time. In fact, that is the entire, you know, field of science is studying what changes and then readapting to it. You don't know everything. You're never going to know everything. You stop picking up books to learn from them. You stop listening to other people and other conversations. I mean, have we not seen that in the last three years since the beginning of COVID? I think, you know, well, you know, who is who is the professional? Who is the doctor? Who isn't? And social media silencing voices that had theories, had remedies, had, you know, just anything that was a conversation outside of what you were used to hearing. You just stopped learning. You stopped being a sponge of information. And uh, that that's super sad because there's so much that can be learned if you just turn off the TV, get off the internet, 
um, and, and really focus on learning something new. I know physics are boring. Philosophy seems rather useless, but pick up a book or listen to a podcast. Um, share this podcast, listen to a different podcast, do Audible, but learn something new that you didn't know before. All right, the sixth one is because you have lost your curiosity. Oh gosh, you've you've just naturally stopped questioning things. You just go along to get along. You've embraced a mindless life of distractions and you quit exploring all the possibilities that are around you. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, have you thought about a side gig? No, no. I'm not the person that does that. Okay, why? You stop going on adventures. You stop playing. I mean, when your kids are like, can we go outside and go hunt for dinosaurs? You sit on the couch and be like, there are no dinosaurs. Okay, why don't you get outside, get some fresh air, start seeing the wonder in their eyes and looking at the world with a whole new lens, right? If you just continue to remain blissfully ignorant of the thousands of opportunities that exist within your reach, you're going to continue to fail at life. Don't go through your life blindfolded, okay? Like oblivion to everything in the world that that you're unfamiliar with, like that lacks richness. And I, I hate that for you. I really do. All right, so the last one if you're actually listening this far and you haven't already shut this off because you're like, I don't want to hear it because it hits way too close to home, um, you're probably shying away from uncomfortable truths. All right. You're failing because instinctively you're just closed minded to anything that threatens your personal worldview. All right. So listen, the best way to figure out something about yourself is to ask somebody else. Say, look, don't hold back. Tell me, what sort of a leader am I? You're stubborn in your convictions. You've gotten so ingrained in your own personal beliefs that it's too uncomfortable to realize that you might be wrong or there are areas that you can improve. Like if you embrace the truth and that the world is just free for the taking and that there are more people here wanting to support you and cheer for you than there are holding you back, then you start realizing that the dreams that you've dreamt are all within your grasp. Like, you can get it. You're failing because you refuse to change. I mean, you take all criticism to heart. It's like some personal attack on you. And when you look in the mirror, you don't see a person that is willing to grow, change, adapt, and overcome. You're stuck in your old ways. And, you know, there's there's something you could do to get out of that life. So if any of this sounds like you, like, just start some personal investigation. Like, okay... If this is me now, how do I get out of that? It's simple. Do the opposite of it. If you're unwilling to learn something new, pick up a book. Start learning something new. If you don't like hearing hard truths about who you are as a person, then go ask somebody. No judgment here, whatever. I won't argue with you. I really want to know. Do you think I'm a good listener? What do you think of my personality? Do I appear to be welcoming? What do you think of me as a leader? Do you feel motivated by me? Do you feel inspired? And if the answer is no, dude, you kind of scare the hell out of me because you're really oppressive. Looks like you need to say, okay, thank you for that feedback. You don't argue with them. You know, there's no backhanded apologies. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's not an apology, bro. Not even close. If you have wronged somebody, you don't, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry I have wronged you. Because perception is everything, right? We're all living really in different worlds, but on the same planet. 
I mean, I really believe that there are different planes of thinking and existing, and we're all having a really different experience from the person next to us. So you may not have thought you were being a jerk, but girlfriend next door, she did. So if that's the way she perceived things, you need to apologize for her perceptions, not your ingrained thinking about what about your own self, right? Because we're oftentimes not really willing to admit when we're wrong. I mean, I do all the time because it's called being humble, <laughs> especially when I have a house full of seven children who all need to see me say, I'm wrong and I am sorry. I'm going to work towards improvement. And I hope for you that if you need some areas to improve, if there are areas that you need to improve on, I hope that you will practice some uh, delightful humility and say, okay, let me take a look at this. I'll bet there's a way I can be better. And if you don't do a monthly check-in with your spouse to say, hey, how are things going with us? How can I be a better partner for you? Here's what you're missing, friends. If you and your husband or wife are having problems, it's probably because you're pointing the finger at them and saying, here's what you're doing wrong. Here's where I need you to change and you have never once looked in the mirror and thought how can I be a better spouse to you right now that is radical humility and personal responsibility take it friends you will have a much better life and a far happier existence that is all I have for you please enjoy the rest of your week and Thanksgiving is coming up I would love for you to DM me on Instagram tell me what you're doing tell me what your plans are I have a turkey injectable marinade um, that is full of clean ingredients that I would love to send you. So DM me on Instagram and let me know that you want it and I will jet it right back to you. All right. Ciao guys. Have a great week.